brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Stuck at home, bored and alone, you'd think I could have some fun on my own, but I'm bored AF. I'm bored AF. With Cecily and Stephanie. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Bored AF. This is a show with me, Stephanie Wilder-Taylor, and you, Cecily Nobler, where we're going to talk about, we just talk about Johnny Depp, and that's we're it. We're going to talk about Johnny Depp for the until the end of time, and, and, and hear me out. Just you guys, tell them stop. what happened. Tell them what happened. Okay, what what just happened is what ha- happened was what ha- happened was <laughs> Stephanie and I started to do this show that we're doing right now that you're hearing right now. Mm-hmm. So we started to do the show. We said some nonsensical things, which were really funny. So mostly funny. my it was mostly me being funny, and Stephanie was just like yes, anding. True. It's not true. That's not. <laughs> I would never say that if there was like. We were just doing our, doing our dumb stuff. And then like we kind of got into Johnny Depp right away. And then we kind of got a little heated. Obviously, there's a lot going on. I don't know if you – first of all, do you know who Johnny Depp is? <laughs> He's from the um, – from hmm. the Pirates of the yes. Caribbean. You know, Jack Sparrow. What if, <laughs> what if I was like, hey, you guys, I'm – you can pay me a little extra to do birthday party or cameos as Jack Sparrow. What if that was like my thing? I'm Jack Sparrow. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Fifteen dollars for your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday! Okay, you just so we do cameos as Jack as the character Jack Sparrow. Oh, until hello, Disney Stephanie, catches I'm you. Day, I'm Jack Sparrow. Since <laughs> Disney is going to take Johnny Depp's face off of this very soon, very soon. Okay, so what happened was we had this whole conversation about Johnny and Amber and the trial, and then we got a little heated. And then we realized, you know what? This is better as a Patreon. We realized we'd been going for 36 minutes and yeah. only talking about Johnny Depp. And we realized we had other things to say. Yeah. And we got, we were kind of arguing a little bit. We really have some different, different opinions. So we right. thought, why not treat you guys with that on Patreon? 
Yes. So if you go to Board AF on Patreon and join for what is like three bucks, five bucks a month, you get yeah. all this bonus. And I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking, these are like some of them, most of them are like full size shows. They're not even like 15 minutes. They're we always, long we mean to be more chintzy with our time. <laughs> yes. And then we're like, you know us, we're talkers. We get heated. Yeah. But one thing we didn't mention on the Johnny Depp thing, and there's a lot that we did, but we just brought this up. The, um, the, the video of him in the, in, on, in court where he's like, oh, <laughs> That's sort of like he was upset because she wouldn't give him his drugs. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay, he, so so wait, set the the scene was okay. The scene was that he had gone to rehab, I guess, and he was like yes. freshly out of rehab. He'd gone to detox. Yeah, I don't know if it was rehab. I don't think that. I don't think. I don't think Homeboy went to rehab. But okay, he so did he something. went to detox, and then he. This was kind of funny <laughs> to me, and you're gonna hear me kind of get heated in a different direction on Patreon. But I will say that it was kind of funny that he was like, so I was in rehab for like detox in detox for, Mm -hmm. I want to say like alcohol. Like, so he, so he says, so they're, they're like, okay, so you were, were you trying to get drugs? And he's like, well, so she was (laughs) calling the physician for him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, so what happens is he was like, what happened was I was not feeling very good because of the whole being off, getting off drugs. I love they called it alcohol when he was doing mounds of cocaine, mounds, mountains of cocaine. Yeah. But he was like, so, you know, it it can be kind of painful. So basically he was like, so I really wanted some like, you know, drugs to kind of take the edge off. Opioids. He wanted the opioids. Because he was like, because it really sucks to like. Yeah. withdraw from drugs. It's funny how Oxy can help you withdraw from co- It's so crazy that way how heroin could basically help you. Yeah, so he was, and he turns this around. We didn't, we more, so much, and we don't want to go backwards because we are going to, do, Johnny Depp is the entire Patreon. Uh-huh. However, it was funny that he was turning that on Amber going, she wouldn't give me my drugs. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in pain. And she said, no, no, no. I thought that was like, helped him. Yeah, and he was like, you know, call the doctor because the doctor might say like, might surprise you and say like, I do need my drugs. And then he was like, oh, I guess the doctor said I don't need drugs. Mm." We also didn't even talk about the fact, did you get to the point where she, he called her in one of the emails? He's like, all right, Captain Squarepants or whatever. (laughs) He had these weird square head. It was something like Captain Squarehead. He had he had the weirdest. They have these nicknames for each other. Slim and Steve, they call each other. God only knows why. Oh, what always a cute a, couple. Nicknames are always kind of interesting. My friend Tim, who was on our show, we, he was he was mentioning that how like how he was thinking how do nicknames like it, I always think that too when I'm in a relationship, you always have a different nickname with somebody. And then where does that go? Where does that go? I know. Where does that nickname go? It's so sad. And I had lunch today with an ex of mine, and it came up that he was like, do you remember that I used to call you Sticks? <laughs> Sticks, <laughs> S-T-I-X. And it, like, he was like, and I was like, I do, why? And we, we couldn't remember why. Sticks. Well, um, John calls me Poonces, <laughs> and I call him Scrumples. And the way that came about is no. that, that he we were trying to out- gross each other out by being like really weird making fun of couples that are like hi no my sugar hi, bougie, bougie. Baby so he was like hi my little poonces and i was like oh that's horrible so i just tried to come up with something and i uh, off the top of my head and i was like oh well hello scrumples you're so scrumptious <laughs> and then it stuck and it's literally like, like over that. 20 years later 
I'm trying to find this nickname. It was something insane. It was like Captain. I mean, I know people are listening to the podcast going, it's blank. You know, that must be so that must be so hard for people listening that we can never remember anything. We're sorry. Uh, I mean, we are sorry. But I'll find it before this is over. But <laughs> we'll we apologize probably, at the end of the show for that. We will. But for all the Johnny Depp conversation, go to. Oh, but see, but then the Patreon. Oh, what? Fuck. Okay, this is really behind the curtain. Okay. But when we, we, we talked about all this, but I realized Patreon goes up on Tuesday. Yeah. But this is going to have, my opinion could have changed by then because there's going to well, be a whole round. Well, then there'll be another Patreon in the works. Oh, we we'll might be just like, give stay you- tuned. We'll go on social media, the mm-hmm. social media, and we'll say, hey, 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 hey. Or I know what we do. Here's what we do. And then we're done with this conversation. We just put Patreon up early. We put it up on Monday. And Good idea. The show with Patreon. Okay. All you, right. But do you think our audience deserves that? <laughs> well, Stephanie. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and I want you to look inward. Mm-hmm. Look at look inside and ask yourself, what does my heart want? <laughs> does it want our Does it want our listeners to be happy? Are you trying to hold some power over them? <laughs> I got into a Twitter fight this week, and Ooh. it's insane. It's insane. So I'm gonna pull it up. Okay. Hold on. Sorry Can't that I'm typing. <laughs> But in the meantime, can you Google what Johnny, what I tried to put in square, square, but I guess maybe that's not it. I guess Meredith doesn't listen to our podcast anymore, so she won't care if I'm clicking. Why do you think she doesn't listen? Because she doesn't complain that we're not clicking anymore. Yeah. Um, Johnny. Yeah. Nickname. Nickname for Amber. Or nicknames, because I know that Slim is one of them. But Nicknames for Amber. Heard. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see what we got. Um, oh Jenny, my god! And then I'll tell you my Twitter fight. Amber Turd. Well, that makes sense. But maybe um, that was behind her back. Well, that was after she left the excrement in his bed, allegedly. No, it's like Captain Squarepants. He's mad at her in an email, and he's like, "You'll never hear from me again." And then he calls her something really funny. Like I said, like I say in the Patreon, and we're not going to go back to it, but like I do think he's hilarious. I think he'd be fun to hang out with at the comedy store. <laughs> he's funnier than most comics. Honestly, he's really funny. Okay, you want to hear about my Twitter fight? Yes, of course. This is the dumbest thing ever, and it's hilarious. But not like haha, just scary. So last week, okay, okay. a People Magazine article came out about Julia Roberts. Where she may have, you may have talked about this on another show, but she, no, like, she did this whole long thing about, they're like, she's doing a rom-com with George Clooney now. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and they said, God, you haven't done a rom-com in so long. And she's like, yes, because for the last 20 years, the scripts have been awful. Mm-hmm. She's such a, she's, first of all, let me just say this, because a lot of people don't realize this, but I know people that have worked with her. She's not nice. Mm-hmm. She's been unkind. Spielberg never fights. The only two people Spielberg has ever had issues with, as far as I know, are Julia Roberts, who he almost fired because she was Tinkerbell and Hook and she was showing up fucked up and mean to the crew and just awful, according to him. And he wanted to fire her. And he also got in a fight with Tom Cruise on War of the Worlds because he kept handing out Scientology pamphlets. And he's like, please don't. I'm not on set. Please don't. 
and they had like had to have. Oh many my coffees. god, that would be like having a Jehovah's Witness like <laughs> yes. on your on your crew, and just like they're constantly like prophesizing and like pulling people yes. aside and going. He set yeah. up like a tent or something. He set up like a little oh little place god. to go. And Spielberg is a very professional, and actually, odd. So is Tom Cruise. I mean, he's usually very like from what I've heard of pleasure on set, except when but it comes to Scientology. Just, well, he was going through a time. <laughs> I think that might have been just around the time where maybe he was couch jumping and who knows you know Uh he's better now why do you hate tom cruise you know that i will like defend him to the core i know as okay so julia roberts said that which i thought was very rude to all the writers out there like many there are some good rom-coms the last few years i could name some honestly the one that always comes to mind uh is definitely maybe i thought it was adorable i know you didn't love it but i thought it was really cute um i don't remember it at this point i saw it Ryan Reynolds. It was just cute. There's, I could, I could like pull them up and there's quite a few. And anyway, it's just a shitty thing to say. And also it's shitty to say about all your fellow actresses who took those rom-coms, right? But they weren't good enough for Julia Roberts. So the joke was basically, so I looked at her IMDb, but she, so she did Gary Marshall's Mother's Day and Valentine's Day, two of the worst movies I've ever seen. Right. She did that. That was fine. That script was fine. She also voices Willow Smurf in a reboot of a Smurf some sort of Smurf thing where I'm like, homegirl's not even Smurfette. She took some random made-up Smurf that they've added. She did the voice for that, and uh, but that's fine. So, Those scripts right. were fine. So okay, you're saying so, she's not picky, but then she was like, well, nobody's writing scripts exactly that are good enough for me. Okay. For her. Mm-hmm. And so it's so offensive. And she, then she also said, she's like, and I'm doing this with Clooney because Clooney said I was the only one who could do it, who could <laughs> yeah. do it right. Yes. She's just awful. And she's, and remember, let's not forget, like, I know she's happily married with kids. And so it worked out with her. No, she was a total husband stealer. She was, stealer. She was all she, she was, did was home wreck. That was she like. She was so mean to the woman, to the, to the wife. Oh my God. She was, she, um. Did a thing where she called her the girl's a name was Vera. Yeah, was Vera, uh-huh. and she wanted Vera to like give up her man so mm-hmm. she could marry him. So she wore a T-shirt that said "Aloe Vera," but a low yes. Vera, yes, like, a low how low Vera. Who she's does not it when you're a celebrity. John got obsessed with that story for a while and wanted to write like a screenplay about it. I love that. I love that, and I got a little obsessed too. And from what I've heard, she's just difficult. A lot of people don't love. She's also. I enjoy watching her too. I don't think she's a bad actress or anything. I I'll go see this Clooney thing. But so here's what I wrote on Twitter thinking like, you know, sometimes you think it's the tweet that's going to get you like the sitcom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it truly didn't do that. So I just wrote if hashtag Julia Roberts assignment was how can I make Katherine Heigl seem more likable by comparison? Well, then mission accomplished, girl. That's what I wrote. I (laughs) thought that. Yeah, I think I like that tweet. Okay. So and and then I'm retweeting from that the People magazine with the headline is Julia Roberts says she would do more romantic comedies but nothing is quote good enough that's right, literally right. the quote yes so I'm thinking I get all these likes I get like three likes it's not gonna get my sitcom right that's fine um, and then this lady now I've blocked people so I have to look because I've muted and blocked people from this mm-hmm. um, and thank you Ulysses by the way for liking it and retweeting that I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, so then my friend, I'm not going to say his name, but don't anybody go after, well, now I, now it's like, okay. A friend of mine kind of annoyed me because he went on, he didn't like the tweet. He went on and he wrote, "Mm, I don't know. How do you top or be different enough than ones she's been in? So I'm not sure exactly what he's, I don't think he was defending her, but I guess he kind of was. 
He's saying like, well, you can't get better than pretty woman. Basically, I guess that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And by the way, my best friend's wedding is one of my favorite rom-coms. So I did love her in that. Like, I'm not saying I don't like her, but it's just a shitty thing to say. So then he says that. And then one of his friends, you know, how like if you like or comment on somebody else's, it alerts other people in your Twitter feed. I didn't know that. And yes. by the way, prior to this. I always felt like, why can't people retweet? Why do they have to like my tweet? It doesn't help me at all. But, but it you're does right. Help you. It does. It does help you if they okay. like it or even comment. So he does that. So this lady writes, I won't say her name, but she writes, exactly. She has legit classics. So she's going to be super selective when it comes to doing more rom-coms. Plus, she said raising her kids came into play. It helps to read the article, though. Oh, my God. I hate it when people do that. Wait, there's so much more to the story. I can't believe I didn't tell you this. So I wrote, what? Yeah, she's so selective. She voices Willow Smurf in Smurf's reboot and Valentine's Day. What a great script. So then this girl writes back to me. You mean the movie that was a favor to the aging director who gave her her big break? Frowny face with mustache, which I don't even know you could do. So kudos. Then she goes, right. And if she and, and right, and if she would have said no to Gary Marshall, then she would have been called ungrateful and unappreciative. And Smurfs was three days of work. And so I just wrote, You How sure do you love three days I don't of know. work? So wait, it gets crazier. So then I wrote, You sure do love Julia Roberts? And then I just blocked, right? Because I'm uh-huh. just like, done with this conversation. Then some other lady, I don't know where she went. Oh, another lady got in there. Another lady, like, I, I can't, it says I have to show, I think she, she may have taken hers down, but this other woman was really coming after me. She's like, and she was mad that I brought Katherine Heigl into it. She was like, oh, way to make a hack joke about a great woman. I was like, <gasps> okay, what is happening? So then I text my friend who had made the original thing and I go, hey, don't do that. You know, come on. If you want to say so, like, don't troll me on Twitter, you know, like kind of annoyed because I was having a bad day. He really didn't say anything bad, but I was just like, you wouldn't want me to do that to you. But don't, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, he thought it was hilarious that I was upset. So he kept just like going, no, but Julia Roberts is amazing. Like he was kidding. He's messing with me. Right, right. Knowing that I'm going to get riled up. So then I click on this woman's, <laughs> I click on her, like, who's this woman who's like so obsessed with Julia Roberts that he knows? I thought you blocked her. Well, I, you can still, I can still see her thing. Oh, okay. I blocked her, but I can look at her. So I looked at her thing and she's a mutual friend. She's a mutual friend with not just him, but with another friend of mine. She works, let's just say she's a senior producer at a show that my friend works on. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, so I text my friend and I go, is this woman, is she a senior producer at the show you work on? And he was like, yeah. And so I sent him screenshots Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Can you please tell her? Just like, and I don't even know why I was so upset because she wasn't even really being that combative. She was just annoying me. 
Well, she as, did say some things with a, a certain tone that was meant yeah, to be very sure. condescending. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, the whole, it helps to read the articles. Pretty yeah. koozie thing to say. And so his reaction was like, I'm shocked. Like she is a producer on this. She's like the nicest, most non-confrontational woman. I'm really Offline. Yes. So we kind of made a joke. I was like, listen, I blocked her. You're like, I don't really want to deal with that shit. But uh, please tell her like not to say I got really upset. And then that conversation has ceased for now. But I did say, I was like, he goes, you guys would be really, he was like, I promise you, you would be friends. And I was like, I don't think we would though. <laughs> then I think like, would we, is, is there someone, is there a Julia Roberts to me that I would defend to the end? Maybe. I don't know that I would go on a stranger's Twitter and do it though. Yeah. Especially think- somebody who's clearly being funny, which is you. Right. Like it's it's not worth, it's not like, you know, you went on there and you were like, like, I hate gay people. And you know what I mean? Well, you've said that before, which is shocking to me. But I'm saying, but you know me, so you know that I say stuff like that as a total joke. Right. Right. (laughs) You say it all the time. Well, you go on Rogan and say it. Yeah, and I go on Rogan. And then when people call me out, I'm just like, I was kidding. Oh my God. You just don't get comedy. You guys, oh my God. I'm just saying like Vax, Vax is for losers, but you, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Vax- I'm joking. I mean, I kind of do feel that way, but like do what you want. I'm not like trying to dictate what other people should do. It's just really hilarious to me though, that this woman turned out to be a vi- one step away from me. Like she, they, they, he knows her very well. Wow. And I mean, why would she even have her credits? Like if you're going to troll people, then I wouldn't even put all that up there. No way. Be anonymous. Yeah, that's what I would think. Although she wasn't saying anything like she wasn't saying something that Twitter would need to take down. It wasn't like I get it. But she was but she was cut. But she was being aggressive for no reason. Just let me make my joke. I get it. Or or say the one thing. And I wrote back. Okay, yeah. Also, Julia Roberts doesn't need her to like, you know, come in on, you know, with with the superhero cape and like save her. She's fine. And Julia Roberts wouldn't give this lady the time of day because she doesn't usually do that for women because she doesn't, she's not a girl's girl. And I know that that sounds like I'm talking out of school, but I'm telling you, I've heard so many stories. I mean, she's not nice to women. Even from the get go or after she got famous? Uh, I think from both, because when she was, when she was doing the Spielberg thing, apparently, I mean, she was just difficult with everyone. I'll find that story. I do think she went after a lot of people's husbands. That I don't know. And, and, you know, and again, I can separate. Like, I'd never said she was a bad actress. I said she was being Catherine Heigl level asshole. Yeah. Although, mm-hmm. can I just say? Yes. Yes. Speaking of Catherine Heigl. So Catherine Heigl, I don't know if you heard this, but Ellen Pompeo mm-hmm. of Grey's Anatomy fame who's still currently on Grey's Anatomy, recently came out, and I, I I was curious about what you'd think about this. She came out and said that she feels bad for not sticking up, for that Katherine Heigl really didn't do anything wrong back Ooh. in the day. Did you hear about this? No, tell me. So she says that Katherine Heigl was correct in this situation and that mm-hmm. she got, like, it, it was one of those horrible things where everybody piled on, and she agrees mm-hmm. with Katherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl came out and said that there, that this is like just like a crazy, uh, like abusive work environment because they're working like these like 17 hour days. 
Mm-hmm. And um, Ellen Pompeo basically was like, she's right. It was insane. And it's gotten much better now. But at the time, like I didn't stick up for her and it like ruined her career. And Catherine Heigl was like suicidal over this. That she is? She was. What? Okay. No, but she, she was at the time, like, was su- suicidal. Like, it totally ruined her career. That people were like, you're ungrateful. But I don't think it was just then, because remember the Judd Apatow thing? She did Knocked Up, and then she complained about the script there, too. I think she was notorious for, she came after the writers of Grey's. I'm not saying she can't. But she came after them for the storylines. She said the writing wasn't very good. She said Judd Apatow wasn't very good. This isn't like the first time. I don't think that she has a reputation for being like great. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a little bit. Okay. Ellen Pompeo, Catherine Heigl should come up, right? Ellen Pompeo, Catherine Heigl was a hundred percent right to condemn Gray's Anatomy working hours. Ellen Pompeo said on a new episode. Oh, I'm reading from Variety. Mm-hmm. In case Friday gets mad um, gets of her mad. tell me podcast that former co-star Catherine Heigl was absolutely correct when she called out Grey's Anatomy for unjust working hours. Pompeo said Heigl was deemed ungrateful for her comments at the time. But if she had spoken out today, quote, she'd be a complete hero. Heigl mm. was often vocal about her criticisms with Grey's Anatomy, infamously pulling out of the Emmys race in 2008 because she felt the show didn't give her strong enough material. Mm-hmm. She said, I remember Heigl said something on a talk show about the insane hours we were working and she was a hundred percent right. Pompeo said on the podcast. And had she said that today, she'd be a complete hero, but she's ahead of her time made a statement about our mm. crazy hours. And of course it was like, quote, let's slam a woman and call her ungrateful. Pompeo added, the truth is she's a hundred percent honest and it's absolutely correct. What she said, she was fucking ballsy for saying it. She was telling the truth. She wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Heigl called out the long working hours on Grey's Anatomy during a 2009 visit to The Late Show with David Letterman. Um, blah, blah, blah. It said that the Heigl said the show had a typical 17-hour workday, which she described as cruel and mean, and added, I'm going to keep saying this because I hope it embarrasses them. Um, and then it oh, says... Oh, I'm Pom- still disagreeing with it. I still don't like her. I've had... Se- we had 17-hour workdays on Cupcake Wars. I mean, like, it's just... Oh, oh, no. Was it so hard to do the TV show? Come on, Catherine Heigl. Well, I'm sorry. 17 hours is a long day. I doubt every time it was 17. I'm sure that sometimes it went into overtime. She got paid handsomely. There are plenty of people that work those kinds of hours and don't get paid well. I just don't think... I don't know. She doesn't... From from what I've heard... I get point i get the point but i don't i think that's nice that someone's but also why didn't people like if if ellen pompeo feels this way mm-hmm. like why didn't she protect her at the time fear of losing her job maybe yeah i don't know i'm looking by the way in the meantime looked up the julia roberts thing and it's funny because she still doesn't look so she's mad she did so spielberg went on 60 minutes and they were like we understand you had some tough times with julia roberts and he was like, well, I don't really want to. And they said, would you work with her again? And he just said, no, <laughs> flat out. No. And, and Spielberg, just like, it's important to know he just doesn't do that. He's pretty professional, you know? He's and like, so then it's a no I guess for they, me, dog. They called, 
No, for me to, they called her, I guess, Tinker Hell, and Julia found out about that and didn't like that. They were like, do, did you know – they were like, do you have any comment on that they were calling you Tinker Hell? And she's like, no, I hadn't heard that. And then she said, but I'm a normal person. I mean, if I sit in my trailer for six hours doing nothing, I'm going to say, what the fuck is going on? That's not the kind of person oh, – that's a normal person? Yeah, what the fuck? Six hours isn't even a full day. So, oh, no, you have to sit in your, your cool – by the way, a trailer – is it's a movie star trailer it's air conditioned there's a tv in there you just oh lay it on my couch. god i love people hours. that are so out there entitled that they're yes. like of course anybody that has to wait at all is gonna go what the fuck is going yeah, on six try, hours yeah try doing that at the dmv exactly like, try yelling what said- the fuck is going on and they're gonna take you out of there in handcuffs listen to what this said this is on express.com co.uk whatever this is but whatever so she said she responded to spielberg's comments because he was like yeah i wouldn't work with her again and she said i saw that and my eyes popped out of my head i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe this person that i knew and trusted was hesitating to come to my defense it was a hard lesson and then she goes it was the first time i felt i had a turncoat in my mist oh spielberg's a turncoat girl and then it says in the article which is kind of a slam it's hilarious this is unnecessary to even put the article but it says Conversely, Spielberg worked flawlessly alongside star of the movie, Robin Williams. <laughs> I love that. That's not anybody. That's not even a quote. That's just whoever wrote the article. Right, that. right. Oh, because my everyone gosh. everyone knows. Everyone, you could Google that. Look, I haven't met her firsthand. If Julia's listening, come on the show. Defend yourself, girl. Listen, I worked with Julia Roberts, and she was always super <laughs> was kind nice to me. She was always nice to me. She got me... I actually have a friend, this guy was a PA on a movie that she worked on. I don't remember what the movie was. And okay, if I remember this story right, and I'm so, don't hold me to this, but if this is how I remember the story, she got all the guys on the set, crew gifts, Mm. like belt buckles and nothing for the women. Okay. That does not surprise me at all. And I'm just going to pretend it's true. (laughs) I know. I kind of want to too, but I could ask him, you know what I'll do? Stay tuned for next show. Next week, I'll ask this friend his recollection. I will not give his name. God, I wish I could ask him right now, but I don't have his text. God, I wish we had that kind of show where it could be like, producer Johnny, get so-and-so on the line. Get a quote. We just don't have that kind of show. No, we don't. What do I type in? Julia Roberts mean? Like, I just feel, oh, mean to sister. That came right up. Oh. I just put in, I put in Julia Roberts M. Oh, my God. Yeah, her sister. Oh, God. This is awful. What? I'm not going to. So her sister took her life. Oh, no. She had a sister named Nancy. And I'm not going to blame that on. This was a while back, actually. But yeah, Julia Roberts' sister blamed her, her siblings for taking her life, which is we are not going to put that on Julia because that sounds like somebody who is not, you know, well. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to her sister, like she was she had been really awful to her. I don't, again, think that that's something you say. I mean, yeah. It's, believe- I mean. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And Eric Roberts, too. Eric Roberts is in there. He's involved. And they didn't speak for a really long time, right? No, but I, I it's hard. Eric Roberts isn't the best narrator of that yeah. theme either because I don't think he's the easiest. So what went on in that home? I don't know. Oh, it's so very sad. It but is really sad. step? Eric Roberts, yeah. I believe, is like. Or half. Probably half, half. Yeah. It says here, according to, I don't really know what this site is. This is the best podcast. So professional. We're just like, 
Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, it says news dot mama dot com. So that's oh, so that's a good. random website. That's a yeah. good. So that's I'd a good source. Thing. But it says no. But this is this was from a thing. It says she departed. So she passed. She, she took her life, leaving behind a note. I remember the story that would cause controversy for years to come. In the letter, in her note, in her suicide note, uh, she referred to her sister, the pretty woman star, as a bully, among many words we can't say. So, like, this, I mean, again, who's who's the narrator here? You know, it's a really sad, sad story. But apparently she addressed, the letter was divided into three sections. One part addressed to her fiancé, a second part just to Julia Roberts, and then the rest of the mom. Did oh, she, Julia Roberts and the mom, and then everybody else. Did she say nice things about her fiancé? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit don't know i'm looking at it i mean we could yeah again yeah we, we really didn't have that ready <laughs> don't have that up because like what if she was like i mean my fiance is a great awesome guy oh has yes, nothing actually, to do with answer. it uh i got your answer this is the kind of podcast that we are i have an answer in the section addressed to john that was her fiance she heaped praise on him <gasps> referring to him as one of the, her one true love wondering if she was ever worthy of his love it's very sad um, she's very, she's very apologetic to him. She says she was fortunate and blessed to have him as the love of her life and her best friend. Okay. So okay. I'm just saying it's not like she was just mm -hmm. blaming everybody. Right. It says here, Roberts is alleged to have bullied her sister and that Nancy says she was often tortured by what, I don't know who Connor is, says were calls from Roberts fat shaming her. I don't know who Connor is. Well, so I she did. She in. was bullying Vera, the ex-wife yes. of her husband. Oh, John's brother is Connor. So John was the fiance of the sister. Her brother, Connor, it says, quote, shed some light on the troubled relationships, relationship between the sister. And apparently, according to the fiance's brother. So, again, this is just, you know, um, Julia would call her and fat shame her. I don't know. Fat, you know. It says Nancy lived her, her life modest as it was, intimidated by her sister's celebrity status. She felt inadequate. Um, she tried to go get gastric bypass and lost 145 pounds. Um, John also claims that Julia had begun denying Nancy access to their mother in the past years after Betty, or the mom, was diagnosed with cancer. I mean, it's just. That's some dirty laundry. Now that that's we really can't really know, sift and we through. don't know that's true. Yeah, and we don't know that's true. But I just no. I, but we're know, the kind of people who believe stuff like that. Well, you are. I'm very <laughs> more like. Did you ever see like um, all the president's men? Yes. You know when they took down Nixon, like mm -hmm. um, Woodward and Bernstein. Obviously, I'm kind of like them. 
I'd say both of them. I understand. And kind of more like Harvey Levin. Who's the guy from TMZ? Harvey yeah, Levin? Yeah, Harvey Levin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me give you an F. Mary Kill. It's been a while. <laughs> Harvey Levin. Uh-huh. Amber Heard. What? Yeah, I'm, you have to choose. Okay. Harvey Levin, Amber Heard, and Eric Roberts. Okay. I'm getting off this page. This is just too terrible. All right. Well, I've met, I know Eric Roberts' wife. Oh. And she's really lovely. And I've, and she's been with him for like forever. Well, that's nice. So he's obviously very loyal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd have to get rid of her to get to be with me. But no, would, you don't have to worry about all that. That's okay. I would say Mary, mm-hmm. I would say Mary, her, him, Eric, Eric Roberts. Roberts. Okay. Yeah. And have his wife. Amber Heard. Uh, I mean, you can't have sex with Harvey Levin. Well, it's it's not good either way. Harvey Levin is gay. He's a gay man, but Amber, I didn't know that. But, but I'm not gay, and Amber. So I. So then she, Amber is. She's bi. Right, but I'm not. So I'm saying either way, somebody loses. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like Harvey loses because he has to be with me, and I'm a woman. But I lose because I have to be with Amber, and she's a woman. So I don't think you think about it like that, though. I don't think Harvey ever loses getting to have sex with you. First well, of all, is Amber going to write an op-ed about me, like after our? Well, is Harvey going to put you on like a show where there's graphics, and he's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> Stephanie's Stephanie's coming up topic wise. <laughs> I mean, or whatever his stupid. He's he has gonna his be little stopping bug. people on the street to mm-hmm. ask what they think of me, and they're gonna be like, "Who?" Okay, will you give me one? I know, I know, you don't like to be put on the spot, but you can put Harvey Levin in there if you want. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, okay, you're gonna like this one. Okay. Okay, Jared Leto. Oh, I already like it. Hmm. <laughs> um, the real Adam. From who we crashed from from we worked yeah the real Adam who started we worked okay mm-hmm. the real Adam who started kind of we a, worked it's kind of a deep cut but okay <laughs> <laughs> you gave me such short notice I know I know I know Jared Leto we worked guy real guy uh huh okay okay hold on are you watching Winning Time I'm not loving it. But you're watching I'm so, it. I, I'm not caught up actually. I only gave it a few episodes and I I got really bored. Oh, you can. I'm so sorry. Oh, and mean. I, uh, <laughs> mean. Don't be afraid. <laughs> it's a scarf. It's a ghost. Uh, okay, wait. But you can't. I mean, you're giving me John C. Riley. I was gonna. Yeah, I was going to. Gi- well, I was going to give you um, the guy who plays Jerry West. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of cute, though. Okay. Wait. So what were the okay? Okay. So, so I, the I, real I guy from Uber. Okay. So Jared Leto. Wait. I wait. 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 Forget Jared Leto. You, you don't get Jared Leto. He's out. Fair. You can't give him and then take him. Yes. Yes, I can. Oh. Okay. Okay. I've got another one for you. Okay. Wow. We didn't. Okay. Christine McNichol. <laughs> okay. She, okay. Scott Bayo. Or Rue McClanahan. Are they all alive? Are they all in their prime? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's no one dead. Sure. They're all in their prime. I kill Scott Baio. That's no question. Okay. I have sex with Christy McNichol. Okay. Hot. Easy. Thank you. (laughs) And I marry Rue McClanahan. I mean, that's just so easy. And I was kind of easy. I know. But then, but I would, to answer the other one, I would have sex with Jared. I would marry the real Adam because so much money. Even. Yeah. Failed. Our money! 
Okay, what she's referring to, and we don't want to tell you too much, but if you haven't finished We Crashed on Apple Plus, we highly recommend. Oh, we God. already talked about this on the show, I think, at some point. Um, but we highly recommend finishing that. We very rarely love the exact same thing. Know. So you know it's got to be good if we're both, like, it's so into it. Oh, I have a movie review for you before oh, we go. Do we have great. time? Because I we think it so is time We have so much time. No, no, it's not. I think it's, I think it's, it's time to go. It's really not. I th- how much time? Where are we? Where we only are we? 35 minutes. We only have 35 minutes no, in? No, only, yes. Okay, so cool. I'll make this another, fo- we're going to make it kind of a shorter show. And here's why. Here's why. Uh huh. Because you gotta go. Well, we did a forty-minute uh, Patreon. So okay, I saw a movie I liked. You guys, what in the theaters? So I guess we're all going back to the theaters now, right? I mean, we are. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. I even I say it's time. Uh, it was called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh. And it's, the previews I know look awful, um, but I am telling you. So this stars Nicolas Cage. As himself. Oh, you were telling me that you were going to go to that movie and you, it got like a horrible score on Rotten Tomatoes? No, very good score on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Eat. but weren't you saying that you were maybe going to go to the movie to make fun of it? No, that was a different movie. That was Father Stew. I'm glad you asked because that was the movie. Did we not talk about this on the show? We didn't. Okay, two movies I'll tell you about. Father Stew is the one with Mark Wahlberg. And he plays like a guy, and I'm just a boxer turned actor who then becomes a priest. You know how you go. Uh-huh. And then Mel Gibson plays his dad, and he's this like rough and tumble alcoholic screaming guy. Like that's supposed to be hilarious, like such a wink wink to the audience. And there's literally a line in the movie where he goes, where where Mel Gibson, as this man, the crazy dad, uh-huh. literally goes, you becoming a priest, that's like Hitler joining the ADL. Did we talk about this? No. ADL is the anti-defamation. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got really mad in my seat. Do you ever have a thing where you get mad? Okay. You get mad and you feel like you're the only person. Get, you're looking around at You're looking around. Theater. I knew you were going to say you start looking around. Uh-huh. Yes. And even the person, my friend that I was with, sometimes I get very, like, you feel alone because you're like, he's not Jewish. And he, it didn't hit. He's like, yeah, well, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me like it does you. And that makes, that makes me fume because it should bother all of us together at the same time, all the things. Of course. You know? And I was like, I understand, but it was such a wink. It was such a like, like he thought that was cute. First of Ugh. all, I don't, I don't want to see Mel Gibson saying the word Hitler as a joke. No, no. I don't want him to say the ADL as a joke. Like get, get the ADL's name out your fucking mouth mm-hmm. is what I say to Mel Gibson. So that movie is terrible. But this movie with Nick Cage is so hilarious. Okay, so I don't want to tell you too much because you need to kind of go in cold. Okay. Um, and I don't like to give away the plots in movies anyway. But so, yeah, it's very meta. Nick Cage plays himself as like an aging star, which he is. And um, it's the co-stars are Pedro Pascal, who's incredible. He's really, really funny. Tiffany Haddish is in it. Neil Patrick Harris, is he plays his agent. Mm-hmm. And... All I'm going to say, like, if I were Rex Reed, I'd be like, it was a breezy romp of a thing. I'm not Rex Reed. Mm-hmm. If I were Rex Reed's sister, that's what I would say. But it is. It goes by really fast. It's less than two. It's only an hour, 40, 40 minutes, which I is like, as a film critic, that is that is just such a nice thing. We just don't get that very often anymore. Everything's over two hours. It was so nice to be like, this got wrapped up real nice. Mm-hmm. It's breezy. It's funny. It's touching. There's action. There's humor. It's something for, it's a reason to go to the theater. I swear to you, it's really great. 
<laughs> no, is it the best movie I've ever seen? No, please don't hold me to that. But I enjoyed it. That's good. Did, now, you also saw Everything at Once. Oh, everything. Yeah. Everything well, all the time. Forever. Let me come back to that. Let me just say this about Nick Cage really quick. Okay. Can you believe, unless I'm forgetting, it's very possible I'm forgetting, that of all the actors, all the crazy people in the world, all the actors we've seen all these years, that he didn't get me to, like somehow he's just walking out unscathed. Like maybe he's well, he a really got, good like, guy. he got like me tax. Like didn't he have like the oh, yeah. terrible like, like. Well, he tried to buy all this stuff. Like he bought some, an like, island. he bought a castle. He bought a Dracula castle. He then recently just said he tried, he was going to buy a cave, a bat cave. And and then when asked why he was going to buy this cave, he was like, well, I was really into the elements. Like he's crazy, you know? And he was like, and I'd already done air. And so now I wanted to do earth. And I wanted a place that my wife at the time, we could just go down to this cave and get naked and drink. Oh my like he's God. very honest. He's very honest about like, he's just a crazy, you have that much money and you're just crazy. Is he still married to that really young? No, he's married to a different, really young. I think oh. he's on his fifth, fifth wife and they're expecting a child. I just looked that up recently. Perfect. But the one, I believe the waitress one was the last one, the one he met, like, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He got into some like money trouble, but as far as like, I don't think there's been, and maybe I'm forgetting somebody listening may remind us I and mean, we could just look that up, but it's more fun to just not know. But I think I kind of like the idea of Nick Cage, just like turned out he was the best guy of all the, of everyone. Well, and that's kind of sad that we think of somebody as the best guy for just not raping anyone or being well, accused no, that's of like, true, but or doing anything or just be, or yelling at crew. How about that? Like forget just the women's stuff, but like also really nice on set and how nice. By the way, speaking of that, uh, we do need to just talk about the fact that so Aziz Ansari was making a movie. I don't know if anybody knows about this. Already like, OK, I mean, and, and we we're not mad at Aziz Ansari like a lot of people are. Right. No, 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 we're not. We're not mad at Aziz. I mean, we know that, you know, he had a he's you know, he's not good on a date. Like, don't go on a date with him because he might order you the wrong kind of wine. But anyway. Uh, but so Aziz Ansari was making a movie and, um, it got shut down. Production got shut down for somebody acting. Yes. For somebody acting inappropriate. And the funniest part of that, yes, is that no, not Aziz is not the, was not the problem on the set. It was Bill Murray. It was Bill Murray, which is not a shock at all. Oh, did I ever tell you, I think on a Patreon, did I tell you the Richard Dreyfuss story? I don't think Maybe not. Of course. So Bill Murray has a pretty bad reputation himself. You know, he is, he drinks a lot and that's not why he is bad, but he can get very, he's late on set. He's yells, screams, argues with people. I mean, he can be blustery. Would that be the word? Just ask Lisa Ling, right? uh, Or Lucy Liu? Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) Canceled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Lucy Liu. And then even Drew Barrymore didn't know how to, she didn't even know how, she was like, yeah, that was really not fun to watch. Like, she didn't really know what to say, but he was, she didn't deny that he was really awful to her. But back in the day, so Dreyfus used to be my boss. And the story went that when they were working about on What About Bob, which if you haven't seen, you should, because it's great. They were playing themselves, kind of. Um, they were filming it and Richard was somewhat newly sober at the time. That's important to the story, right? So he was a little on edge mm-hmm. as you know, Richard Dreyfus might be. And, um, but he's also very professional. So like he'd show up on time, the lines were ready. He was good to go. Like very courteous to everyone, you know, whatever. 
And the story went that, like, I guess... Now, was he courteous to everyone because he was sober, or was he just... Oh, my God. No, I think he's Is he just a courteous person? I guess. I mean, Bill Murray would tell the story differently, I'm sure. But the story went, basically, that Bill was showing up late, he was drunk, he was just difficult. And one day, I guess this Richard got said something like, hey, you need to show... Everybody's time is important. We all want to get home to our families. You know, cut it out, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess... Bill threw something at his head, and if, if Richard hadn't moved, it would have smashed his head, like, glass in the face. Like, that kind of violent outbursts. Wow. Which, which I've heard before about him. This is not, like, the first time I've heard that about him, and I, mm-hmm. I know outbursts and things happen on sets, but, like, he was... But then again, I'm sure his story would be that Richard was really annoying him. <laughs> Maybe lecture... You know, it's still no reason to throw something at him, though. I mean, he's much bigger. Um... But yes, we we don't know exactly what that is, but it was apparently something they're investigating with Bill Murray. And I assume it's probably something, yeah. I don't know that it's a Me Too thing. Right. That that it's that, but he's probably just, who knows? By the way, I looked this up and I just want you to know when I put in Nick Cage, Me Too, I just wanted to see if we missed that story. Uh The story that comes up is, in 2018, Nicolas Cage supports the hashtag Me Too movement and says, quote, everyone needs to be heard, supported, and cherished. I think I'm in love with Nick Cage, is what I'm saying. Nick Cage is great. I love him. And has anyone ever been really mad at Nick Cage, like on a movie this set? Has point. anyone this said is, he's I awful? I think so. No, I think he's like a delight. I think, I mean, unless. Okay, we're so a guess story. what? Guess what, Cecily? And this is, this is, check out Patreon. But so people can be pretty raging alcoholics because he is yes. supposed to be. Yes. And yet not abuse yes. people. Oh, I totally agree with that. I. Okay, for the record on Patreon, I don't say that because Johnny Depp is a raging alcoholic, he abused somebody. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're trying to show that he was lying about that. But what they're also trying to show, they're not just trying to show that he lied about it. They're also trying to show that he's like this terrible addict and drunk. Just for because that makes him a bad person. That's the part that was catching me a little bit Mm -hmm. was like, okay. Oh, wait a minute. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, Nick Cage. Oh no. I shouldn't have kept looking. I should have left it, right? Oh. I like to just be wrong. I know. Okay. Yahoo Entertainment, also 2018. (laughs) Nicolas Cage's ex girlfriend accuses him of abuse. He denies the absurd claim. So, okay, we don't. That's just some random thing. Yeah, okay. Okay. God, are we. Hashtag, we believe Nick. She's crazy. She's joking. She's totally joking. She's but he cool. does yeah. he does categorically deny an abuse claim being made against him by an ex-girlfriend named Vicky Park, who dated him on and off, I guess for about a year. She filed a restraining order, oh. not against Cage, but against his estranged wife. So that's confusing. What? That's that lady Alice, Alice Kim, who I think he's not divorced from. Uh, Park said she was being harassed and stalked by Alice Kim on social media. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about all this, uh, but it that does sound like that sounds like a is, that she had an issue with his ex. No, it says she's claiming he abused her while he was, quote, severely intoxicated, but no further details about the alleged abuse were being reported. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, he said she said and trying to do the same thing as well. He was super drunk, didn't know. What I'm saying uh-huh. is that is that people if you're going to be a drunk, mm-hmm. make yeah, sure you're also drunk. not abusive and like, you know, 
because that's I agree. not good. That's where what you should. I, that's where I draw the line. Like, be cool, fool. <laughs> drink responsibly. <laughs> Yo, drink responsibly, y'all. That's my Mark Wahlberg telling you to drink responsibly. <laughs> okay. All the stew. Uh, wait. Okay. Last thing. I'm just gonna. Then he got into like. It looks like maybe he got into a fight with <laughs> Seth Rogen. Oh no. Because we, we gotta take Seth Rogen's side. No, I'm looking for the story. Okay, hold on. It just came up. Let me just let me pull up one more story and then we're done here. We're I just love done. the just stuff. I love when you start going down like a little rabbit hole and then just stuff, new stuff pops up. They're like, oh, if you're interested in that, <laughs> like, you might be in interested. 20, and in 2022, it's like, oh, this just happened yesterday. <laughs> Cage just like mowed down 12 people. They're fine. They're all fine. But he was very drunk. Um, okay, Nicolas Cage responds after Seth Rogen shares alleged bizarre encounter with the actor. Okay, bizarre encounter I can handle. Sure. I can handle that. Nick Cage responded, okay, uh, this is from inde- the independent.co.uk. Rogen, <laughs> Rogen was promoting his new essay collection because he put out a little book, right? Okay. Oh, I remember this story, I think. Uh, Rogan revealed he had once spoken to Nick Cage about a possible appearance in his 2011 film, The Green Hornet. He claims that Nick Cage came up with the idea of playing the character he was auditioning for as a white Jamaican guy. That's oh, in no. Rogan oh, told Howard oh, Stern. Honey, he Nick. set off a lot of alarms. Which, <laughs> so he didn't, you know, he's like, uh, I don't like that, you know, <laughs> intensified when he went to Nick Cage's house to discuss the role. It was here that Cage proceeded to perform a non-scripted monologue in a Jamaican accent. No. Oh, okay, no. okay, okay, but like, oh, I, I can't even do a Jamaican accent. I can't do it. Hey, hey man, it's a, hey, it's Irie. Hey, have a little reefer. Is that what we call it? A little weed, a little dope. Have some dope. Everything, okay. everything is Irie. Okay. Everything is, everything. Okay, so it was here that Cage. All right, so he did that. Uh. Hold on. Let me see. And then he responded here. According oh, to Ro- Cage responded. Like he did. So, okay. So then I guess fuck, all these pop-ups, I can't read the story with the pop-ups. I literally can't. There's a pop-up that I don't know how to get off. With the pop-ups and the, I can't read the, the story with the pop-ups with the, and the. The meal with the FedEx and the UPS <laughs> and the kids and Rudy and the. Stupid not. I can't, can't do him. I can't get, I really literally can't read the story. That's just crazy. Why would they do that to me? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Now, can you find it somewhere else on like a different website? How dare they? Like, why? It's not even like a a paywall. It's just an ad that you can't get off. That makes me so angry. We're doing a podcast here that we did not prepare (laughs) for. How is you? Well, in conclusion, he did a Jamaican accent and he probably, and me knowing Nick Cage the way I know him. Um, he, pro- hi, Monroe. <laughs> this we might be my well. favorite show ever. <laughs> hi, bud. All right. Over okay. okay. A pet octopus. I don't think that's that crazy. Do you? Two cobras. A haunted mansion. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shrunken heads. An illegal Mongolian dinosaur skull. A tombstone shaped like a pyramid. I mean, do I even have to go on? No, he, okay, he's, he's, he's a little troubled. Okay, what is a shrunken head? Oh, he bought some, like, mummy heads. Like you do, when you're very famous. I mean, you have, and a haunted mansion is really funny, too. He bought, like, a haunted mansion in New Orleans. 
which I do actually I love think it. is great. Make it like yeah, a tourist attraction. Like get your hustle. He get your like hustle on Nick Cage. The pyramid tomb that he, so he could be buried in. That actually is just thinking ahead. That's I don't just, that. yeah, that's just smart. That's just smart planning. And I don't, and the pet octopus, not only did Cage, it says buy a pet octopus, not exactly the most common of household pets. He had it, he had it served a higher purpose. What does that mean? The eight-legged like sea picked, creature. It like picked sports bets for him? Yes. It says apparently brought Nick Cage luck and boosted his acting abilities, he says. Okay, I'm gonna get off this website. I think we're. I think we're. I think that's enough time. For I think today. we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Now, I was thinking, mm-hmm. and this is this is just for me. Now, listen, hear me out, okay? Jamaican? I know, no. Okay. <laughs> I think it should be Jamaican. No, but hear me out. I know you're gonna say no to this, okay? But okay. sometimes I know, last. Give me this. Okay. Last time we did the voices just totally normal. Yeah, which so, I prefer. I know you prefer that, but we did that last time. And I was just thinking maybe you could do them as Jack Sparrow. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I could do that. Yay. We, we, we can do them together as Jack Sparrow. Yeah. 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 But you're going to have to start it off because I'm not like, I don't know it that well. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> okay. oh, somebody, see, what's going to happen is somebody's going to like click to the end of the podcast. You know, when you go like 15 minutes, 15 seconds ahead, uh-huh. like, oh, I don't like this topic. I don't like this topic. And then they click ahead and it's just this. And they're like, what the fuck is this? I don't okay, think they're going to say that because at I'll this point back. they know they get us. I'll go fast. Kate Nardo and Ron Hostet. I can't even do it because he does it like Keith Richards and I can't even think, you know what? I have to listen to it first. <laughs> this is terrible. That's, we're going to get, you do it. You take it. Gentry Garcia, Margaret Wells. It's like a, it's like a Mike Lee. Colette Rock, Michelle McKibben. Patrick Price, uh, Christmas, and Maul Jennifer Falls, Eshon. I don't even know. I've never even seen okay, Pirates of the switch, Caribbean. Let's switch to Jamaican. I think that'll be no. That that's problematic. Keep <laughs> Patrick Price, Christmas, Stroop, and Maul. I don't. Well, come on, help me. You're doing great. I no. don't think you need any help. Jennifer Falls. <laughs> he gets sober for that one. Randy F. Whitcomb. I can't. I mean, we can't We're do it. We're doing this is also. Oh, this I've is... got it. I've got it. Forget the jet. The rest is going to be as Johnny Depp. That's okay. Better. Yes, that's what I was um, going to do. Karen uh, Johnson Watson. I'm mm-hmm. from uh, Europe, but not really. Julie McGrath. Um, Kathy Stearns. Stephanie, yes. Stephanie Rinker, and I, you know, I needed some some pills, some oxycontin, just to feel I was, you know, not I'm feeling an well. actor, and I needed to feel my part. You Jamie know, Griffiths, Kelly Vidmer. Do you want me to read your name again, Kelly Vidmer? Should I read it again? <laughs> Jill Shaw. Hello. Andrea Rocanelli, um, I'm rubbing my chin like Brando. I object. You, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to do object. Do you object sorry. or are you sorry? Because <laughs> Mindy Bauer, Athena, uh, and sometimes when you're really trying to find a part, you know, you have to do cocaine. And no one knows that more than Sarah Stefano or Crystal Kern or Gina Grimaldo. 
that all? Everything? Yeah. Yay, we did it. We finished that. Hey, Becky Barris. We love you. She makes the custom T-shirts. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just order some from her. You can go to her page, Just Basic Becky, or find her on Facebook at Basic Becky and get a T-shirt, get a mug. Who knows? What, do what you want. And then do your friend Julie, please. Yeah, Julie Clayman. She is lot. She's a therapist and she's great with kids. She's been doing this for a long time, so you can trust her. I know her personally, have had spent much quality time with her, and she is not problematic. She's a great person. She's trustworthy. She's anyway, you can find her at julielmft.com. She's in California over Zoom. Gora Hill and is live. I have a uh, charity for us, if you great. don't mind, if uh-huh. I can choose. And it ties into today because um, our friend Randy May Ames gives us like a charity that we can choose. For her, for her thing, and I've chosen the octopusfoundation.org. It's a real charity. Oh my where God, John you, loves, yeah. I do too. Did you guys see, you saw the movie, right? Yes, yes. Oh my God. Okay, so this is, the Octopus Foundation is a Swiss nonprofit organization that aims to improve the knowledge of the marine world by supporting scientific exploration of the oceans and to make this info available to the public. I'm not sure exactly. Just go check it out. See if it's something you'd want to donate to, octopusfoundation.org. Yeah. Okay. This was a fun, fun show for, for us. So, oh, I just um, adopted an octopus. Oh, I have seven octopi coming. Yay. I did it so fast, though. I didn't even have to put a credit card in. That's so weird. Okay, well, I'll let you know how that goes next week. Yes, this was a fun show. Please go over, because like I said, we or like we said, we started our show as a Patreon. Yes. So go check out, if you want to hear the Johnny Depp stuff, we go pretty deep. Yeah, we go, it's like almost 40 minutes long about yeah, Johnny Depp. So check it out. fight a little bit. So enjoy that. Yeah. On Patreon. We love you. We, we thank, thank you. you. We're sorry. We're sorry. kind of sorry. Okay. Sorry. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.